My name is David Guillaume. I will be uh, your instructor for tonight and throughout this 10-week journey. So tonight is the first session uh, of a 10-week series that I believe is going to be life-changing for you. I've been teaching the wisdom of Kabbalah, and especially this course, for the last 20 years. And of all the thousands of different pieces of content that we've put out there, I would say that this is my favorite to teach because it provides a complete system of how to live life. Kabbalah is universal spiritual wisdom that explains the purpose of the human soul, why it is in this world, and how each one of us can achieve complete fulfillment. And it's really that simple. In all of my classes for the last couple of decades, every spiritual path, every religious belief, every, every I, I even have hardcore atheists who come, and all of them are looking for answers in some way. And they're finding that in the wisdom of Kabbalah. In fact, whatever it is that you believe in, whatever background you come from, what Kabbalah does is it helps connect the dots in whatever faith it is that you already adhere to. So what I want to do real quick is, you know, there's a, there's a spiritual law that says, number one, at any given moment in your life, you will be going through something that is painful. So if you are in this physical world, if your soul has entered a body in this physical world, you will always have some kind of a challenge you are going through at any given moment to elevate you to the next level of consciousness. So all of us, no matter what, we're going through something. We're looking for clarity about something. We're looking for strength. We're looking for answers. We're looking for love. We're looking for prosperity. We're looking for peace of mind. And there's another law that says that throughout the course of a day, every day, there is a voice that comes down from the upper worlds that gives you the exact answer you need to the problem you're going through. The problem is that, and we're going to learn this throughout the course, I think we're going to learn this concept maybe in the third class, that there's, a, there's, a, there's an opponent, there's another force that opposes us to help us earn everything in this world, to help us earn higher levels of consciousness, to help us earn our soulmate, to help us earn our purpose in this world. So there's a force equal to each person that opposes them, getting them to become reactive and bring out the most negative side of them. And what this force does, when it sees that the message is coming, the force makes sure that we get upset, sad, angry, for whatever reason, whatever good reason we have, but just for that second that that message comes, this force comes to just disturb us so that we miss the receiving of that message. Which is pretty interesting. If you think about throughout your whole day, there was probably a moment that we were caught off guard and we lost it or we started to have doubts, or worries, or fears, or sadness, or despair, or anger, or we became sarcastic, or we felt lonely, and we dwelled in it. And it could have been that moment that the answer comes. And I, and I share that because I want to do a quick exercise. That is, I want you to be able to introduce yourself to someone who you don't know, sitting right next to you. Share your name and what you do, which I think is always interesting. 
And I want you to share what is some form of wisdom that has inspired you in your life. It can be something that you live your life by, something that you were taught, something that you learned painfully. And the way that I've seen these these classes be set up is that the creator is arranging all of us to get messages from each other. So that's how I want to start tonight. So your name, what you do, and what is something that comes to your mind that is so inspiring to you, that you have used in your life? Either you've learned it through the pain you've gone through, or you've learned it from somebody else. Let's just take two minutes and do that. Please. You know, I, I, try, I try every time. Like Here, here are my notes. For t- I have no notes. That's my notes. Because I try every time to, to not just te- teach you from a book or to teach you concepts that, that are part of a curriculum, but I really want to feel what it is each time that we're going through, personally and obviously collectively with everything that's going on in the world. And I was thinking about it earlier today, like what is it that I want us to take away in the next 10 weeks? My commitment to you, because it's my responsibility, as well as we have mentors in the class who will support this whole process, is that we realize what the Kabbalists have told us for the last 5,000 years. Each one of us has everything that we need inside of ourselves. Everything that you're looking for, and I know you've heard this before, but I think it's important energetically to feel it. Everything that you are looking for already exists on the level of the soul. This is my design, my artistic design. Drew a circle, I put the word soul in it, and then I drew another circle, and I wrote the word body, okay? In case you cannot see that. The soul is completely connected to what the Kabbalists say, the light of the creator. Every religion, every spiritual path has a different name for it. And sometimes that word God is triggering to people or the creator is triggering to people. But just bear with me. It is an energetic force that is good, that is the seed level of all of creation. This force controls everything. However, this force has also created a space by which the souls of humanity could become co-creators in this space in order to earn that light. So one way of understanding it is that the soul has a direct connection with this energy. The soul knows who the soulmate is. The soul knows what its purpose is. We don't need all these gurus. You don't even need Kabbalah teachers or to go out and learn. Technically, the only reason your soul is attracting you here is not because you're going to learn something new, but it's because we will discuss what is all the 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 junk around the soul, the baggage, the spiritual baggage around the soul that is not allowing the soul to communicate with the body. You're not going to learn anything new, but we will learn concepts and receive the strength to implement those concepts that will help each one of us remove the barrier between soul and body. Because when you go out on a date, how many people here are single and dating? 
I remember 15 years ago, I used to teach this course at the Soho House in New York. And it was kind of a trick. I did that because I knew people who were skeptical to study Kabbalah, they might feel more comfortable coming to the Soho House. And especially guys who have a harder time to kind of like... And this was 15 years ago. Guys are a lot more spiritual today, I, I believe. Especially Los Angeles men. Very spiritual. Very spiritual. And, and, and I remember this one guy, this one guy, Goldman Sachs guy, young guy, good-looking guy. I remember... Uh, now, he today, he found his wife here, his beautiful kids, amazing. But 15 years ago, I, I remember, I said, oh, like, what brought you here? And he was sitting there eating the sushi. He's like, oh, the girls. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes, I'm trying to see why I, why I went down this path. But so, sometimes, you know, people come for all sorts of reasons. But ultimately, he said that after he heard the first session, he realized that, that he's living his whole life reactively. That his whole life of dating and finding the right woman or finding the right whatever and chasing money, chasing wealth, he was always empty because his approach was his body was telling him one thing and his soul was trying to communicate something else and there was a disconnection. The fact that my hand can move up and down is because it is connected to my brain and the signals are, are working. But if my brain could not communicate with my hand, we'd have a problem. So in the same way, our soul is fighting every day to give us the exact solutions. Imagine you go to a restaurant, and you're looking at a menu. How do you know what to eat? Just what I feel like eating, what I'm in the mood to eat. There is actually a specific food that if you eat that food that day, it will be the most powerful, important food that you can eat for many reasons. It could be for your physical health. It could be for your spiritual health. We're going to even learn in Kabbalah 2 and 3 that there's energy in food. There are souls in different in kingdoms in the food. And all of these magical things are happening. But how do I know what to eat? Do I eat the salad? Do I eat the fish? Do I have the, the crispy rice? Do I have What do I have? But if a person is connected to their soul, the soul is connected to this endless force called the light of the Creator, and life is simple. And this is why when I came 24 years ago skeptically to this seminar, what my teacher told me then, he said, look, we are overcomplicating life. What are most people doing? This is the first slide that I saw, and it kind of opened my mind. It's a very simple slide. It's a very scientific slide. It's also a very spiritual slide. In the same way that in science, the white light includes all the colors of the spectrum. That means that if I refract the white light through a prism, I'm going to get all the colors. These are all inclusive of the white light. The Kabbalists say the spiritual light of the Creator, this force, actually includes all the colors of fulfillment that everyone is chasing. We're all chasing it. We all want to feel love and intimacy and connection. We all want to feel friendship and community. Even if we're loners, we're looking for something. We even get energy from being alone for a reason, because we like our privacy. We think more clearly. We're not disturbed by other people's energy. We get clarity. Everyone's looking for security. Think of 
Think of how people feel in the last four weeks. How do you get security? We have armed guards in the front. Is that how we get security? Is that how you guarantee yourself security? How do you guarantee health or peace of mind? I know many people chasing, chasing the things that they thought would bring them peace of mind, and they feel emptier. When their head hits the pillow at night, they feel sad. They feel alone. What is wealth? Is it having a lot of money? The, most, the people I know who are most afraid of not having money are the people who have at least nine figures in their bank. When you have over $100 million, all you're thinking about is you're worried every day that you're going to go broke, believe it or not, because your expenses go up, and this goes up, and everybody wants something from you, and everything becomes scary all of a sudden. And, and there are actual tests and surveys and trials that have shown this. So the thing that I learned in the first class of Kabbalah one is life is actually much more simple than we make it. If we invest our time, our energy, our effort in one thing, how do I connect my soul, my body, to the light of the Creator? Chase the light, not the colors. Chase the light, not the colors. You will get all the colors. And it starts just with that intention in everything that you do. When you go to a business meeting or you go out on a date, What's the goal? When you go see a client, what's the goal? When you are getting dressed for your day and you're looking through your closet and you're trying to find out, put, out, put on the best outfit, what are you thinking about when you're putting on that outfit? If we can have the goal be from the morning, all I want is to find a connection to the light of the Creator, even though, yes, I want all these colors, you will be guided to each color, to the right doctor, to the right friends, to the right dates. I remember I had one girl tell me, you know, before Kabbalah, men would ask me out all the time. I mean, everywhere I went, there was a man talking to me, approaching me, complimenting me. I mean, they were lining up. Ever since I started to learn Kabbalah, nothing. It's, it's, dry, it's dry. Guys avoid me. No one's talking to me. Now think about why, what's going on. When, when she came to Kabbalah One and she said, you know what, I'm going to change my consciousness. And I'm going to put that signal out there. I don't want colors. I want what, my, what is right for my soul. I want to find a connection to my soul because my soul will know. And, for more, and that, she just put that intention out there, that vibration. By putting out that vibration, every man who was going to waste her time and wasn't meant for her just felt no need to approach her. Now, when I told her, this is great news. Look at all the time and money you're saving. She had a problem with that. Right? Do you feel me? Why did she have a problem with that? She's like, I don't know about this Kabbalah. I kind of liked having men who were unavailable, both emotionally and physically. <laughs> and just, you know, you know I, I, I meet with many mentors, and I have many coaches in my own life, and one of them is an addiction specialist that I, I love picking his brain. And he said, you, you know what the secret of addiction is? 
the concept around addiction, it's not the actual substance that they're using that people are addicted to. It's the anticipation of using it is the most addictive. It's the drive to Vegas that's more fun than being in Vegas. It's getting ready for the date that is more fun than being on the date. This is where the mind is feeling very addicted to the energy. So what was she realizing about herself? She was programmed her whole life to enjoy the instant gratification she was getting from unavailable men. So then she says, well, I'm tired of that. Somebody told me yesterday dating in Los Angeles is a nightmare. People are getting drained from it. Okay, fine. So she wants to learn spirituality. She wants something new. She wants it all. Because in Kabbalah, you can get it all. No more settling for less. I want it all. You want it all? The soul is activated, and the process begins where all of these men will not approach you. So powerful. So powerful. So then she began her journey of realizing, wow, what is it? What, this is what it is about me. This is my negativity that is actually causing this disconnection to occur. So this is the first concept we're going to learn that's going to be the bedrock of everything for the next nine weeks. There is a force called the light of the creator. When a person connects with the light, the darkness goes away. You're in a dark room. You want to see. You want to know how to cross the room. You want to look for an object. Instead of fumbling through the dark and trying to remember what the room looks like and asking a hundred consultants what the room looks like and trying to get everyone's opinion and your friends and your parents about what the room might look like or where the object may be, you just walk over and you turn on the light and the darkness goes away. Where does the darkness go? Nobody cares. <laughs> the point is that the light is on and the darkness is gone. It's so simple. So when, my, when I, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know about this relationship. I don't know what this career path. I don't know if I should live in Los Angeles anymore. I don't know if I should move apartments. I don't know if I should start my own business or play it safe and just be an employee. And I got my benefits and I got my this and I got my paycheck every two weeks. It's very nice. And I got this ladder that I'm climbing. What should I do? You do not need to make the decision. This is what I learned. I do not need to make any decisions. All I need to do, turn on the light, and we're going to learn all this course, how to turn on the light. When we turn on the light, the darkness goes away. The answers come through the right person, in the right way, through the right scenario, through the right relationship, whatever. So simple. It's so powerful. Now, I have a question. Why isn't it that all of us were not created with a complete connection to the light. When our soul came to this world, when the creator created all the souls of humanity, why didn't he just fill us with this pleasure? Why, think about it, why aren't children born like with their soulmate? Like just come out, like pop. Like if souls are coming together into this world, which the Kabbalists say they are, why are they not just coming out of like the same womb and calling it a day? Just like, make it simple. Or here's another question. Why are, we, why are we attracted to so many people who aren't good for us? Why? Imagine you could just, imagine this. 
Imagine the creator gave you this gift. Any relationship that was good for you would actually smell good. Like they would have an odor that would come from them. It would smell good. And anyone who was bad for you would have like the worst B.O. Wouldn't that be an, an amazing superpower? Think about it. Someone's coming in and you're thinking about putting them on your cap table. Maybe they're going to invest in your company. And they walk in and you're like, well, I'm sorry. I, don't, I think we need to cancel this meeting. What's going on? I mean, I had all presentation, two hours I was going to give you. Doesn't matter. My soul has already told me we're not supposed to be together. We can just end the meeting now. What a gift. But for whatever reason, the soul actually has the exact opposite. We were given the exact opposite. Every soul, before it came to this world, I need a... This is a really nice bag. Can I use it? Yeah. Temporarily. It looks really nice. What's the brand? Chanel. That's a Chanel bag, of course. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for even not knowing that up front. Okay. So, so the beautiful Chanel bag. And every soul, when it came, when it came to this world, there's, this, there's a spiritual concept that says, anything you give someone for free, they will not be able to enjoy, and eventually the receiver will resent the giver. Okay? Anything that is given to someone who has not earned it, that person will eventually resent the person who gave it. We see this in relationships. When someone is so afraid of losing the other person, what do they do? They overcompensate by giving. I had a student in New York, and he finally met this girl he was so infatuated with. But she was also emotionally unavailable, so she started to play games with him. So he told me early on, so he wasn't really, get, he wasn't really into Kabbalah yet to use these concepts. He said, you know, I really love her, love her. I really love her, and, 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 and I'm finding ways that I can show and express that love. So I gave her my credit card. You know, she really wanted this one watch, so I bought her this watch. Um, and all this sounds funny as, as you're saying it, but he really, he, he believed, how else is he going to express his commitment to her? So he started to compliment her and do things that she loves so much and, and allow, and she was the whole time trying to think if she liked him or not. And he's just going in, all in, all in, and using every resource he had. He actually was able to get her to, like, be seduced by all this. I didn't see him after that. About a year later, I said, what happened? He's like, you, the, the, and then it was a disaster. She left him in the worst way possible. She resents him. Why? Because he gave all this energy to where there was no vessel that had earned it. And he gave, he did the most selfish thing. He overpoured energy into a cup that could not handle it. So to prevent this from happening to the souls of humanity, the creator withdrew its light from the souls and said, I will put you in a world of darkness, disconnected from all your fulfillment, and each one of us comes to this world with spiritual baggage. Some of us on the level of Chanel, <laughs> and some of us not so Chanel-y. <laughs> so, what's the point of that? What's in this bag? Every soul has a bag. 
We all have stuff in the bag. I'm not going to look at your bag. There's so much stuff in the bag. Don't worry, she's freaking out. There's so much stuff in here. Now, the point is, we've got to take out the stuff, and we've got to transform this darkness into light. What's in the bag? Everyone's got something, and layers of it, like an onion. Let's make it simple. Let's say one piece of negativity in the bag is a fear of abandonment. Fear of abandonment. So basically, here are the rules. This soul, in order to connect to the light, needs to earn that connection. In Kabbalah, we learn the way to earn the light is to become like the light. Everything we will learn are the attributes of the light of the Creator that we can emulate. The first attribute we're going to learn today is to realize that there are traits that are opposite the light, and we need to observe them and transform them. Are you with me so far? Yes or no? Very simple, right? Well, how will I know what's in the bag? Because let me tell you something. We are very good at knowing what's in everyone else's bag. We are amazing. Like, we see, like, like, we see people's negativity like we're prophets. It like, comes in like, such a beautiful way. It's like amazing. It's like, wow. I, I see it. I feel it. Like, you had trauma as a child, and this is why you're so angry and sarcastic with me all the time. I get it. But if someone says about our stuff, here's how I know. When, you're, when, I'm, when it's accurate, when I'm saying about someone who has negativity, I say, you know, not that I, not that I would even do this. Like, there's all rules about how you should even bring up people's stuff. But let's say I said to someone, you know, I think you have this XYZ negative quality. This is how you know it's true. They look confused. Huh? <laughs> because when it comes to our bag, we're very confused. But when we're speaking evil speech about somebody else's bag, 100%. I get it. I saw that. Actually, I saw that too. So clear. So clear. It's such an amazing gift. So the soul, before it comes to this world, the soul knows the only game in town is to connect with the light, to break through this negativity, to, break, to find the baggage. So the soul meticulously calculates what parents it should be born into. So whatever parents we were born into, whatever we think about our parents, they were chosen by our soul as the perfect couple to awaken what's in the bag. It's not that they caused what's in the bag. They didn't cause the trauma they were chosen to elevate the trauma from the past life and the life before that that we've been carrying this, okay? And not only that, but if you can think about what relationship you fell in love with that hurt you, think about high school, think about middle school, think about college, think about the last five years, 10 years, think about your long-term committed relationships or the people who are just in your life for a moment. All of those relationships were chosen. Think of the employee you can't stand. Think of your colleagues that have hurt you or have done something. Think of the investors who have cheated you. Our soul chose all of those people. Think of the person who broke into your home. She's probably like half the room. 
I know. I'm joking. You didn't get the joke. It's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. It's a Los Angeles joke. You got it. Our soul chose all those people since the beginning of when it came into this world because they were perfect for activating the bag. Now, once you see what's in the bag, that begins another spiritual journey. But we will learn step by step what to do to transform that negativity to access the light. I'll do a quick workshop with you. I'm going to hold on to this one. Based on what we just learned, what comes to your mind of a situation that has triggered you recently? And what do you think it's showing about you? People come to this world to either mirror our negativity or just trigger it. So if somebody is bothering you, right, something in the news, somewhere out there in the world, and you're judging them and you're upset with them, forget about right or wrong. Like, that's not, in this class, we don't deal with right or wrong because that's just low vibration. We want to get to the root of the problem. If something is bothering us, most likely it is a reflection of something that's in our bag. And it's a great opportunity to find where that is, even on a micro level, somewhere in our lives. That, because Why? Because if I could find what that... So, for example, if I see something on TV about someone hurting someone else or someone disrespecting someone else, I'm like, ah, oh, so, so disrespectful. Maybe I'm being that way in some relationship that I don't even realize on a micro level. And if I could observe it and transform it, it's actually going to unlock a soulmate. <laughs> so a whole, well, a whole class about animals and what, 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 that, what that just meant. So I want you to think about where you were last triggered and instead of making it about the other person, what do you think, what do you feel intuitively the universe, the creator was sending for you as a message of what needs to be changed inside of us. I'll give you two minutes. Go for it with the person sitting next to you, please. All right, all right. Does anybody have a good one that they want to share? Anybody have a good one they want to share? Who would like to share a good one? Okay, all right. Oh, you're back. I'm back. You're back. You came last night too? I actually came last night too. I'm right. back again. It's Garrett, right? Yes, correct. Garrett, yeah. Thank Garrett you. came last night and he's so, back here again. By the way, last night we opened up another Kabbalah one. Um, you may have people there or friends there. And so this is our second night of Kabbalah. So we have like yes. parallel classes going on. Yes, Garrett, please. So I got permission to share his story. I just want to clarify. Okay. Works, yeah, I saw his head nodding. Yeah, yeah. He works at a mortuary. And he works where? A mortuary. A dealing mortuary. Dealing with people's relatives who have just passed away, unfortunately. <laughs> and so he deals with the most extreme form of, of grief and put, anger. Put the it's, mic closer to your mouth. So yeah. The most extreme form yeah. of grief and anger you can imagine he deals yeah. with every single day. Okay. And so, What's his name? Um, forgive me. Greg. 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 Um, and so he, someone got angry at him today for not having the right legal document, headstone, couldn't say the right thing, and he was, this guy was really angry at him 
because he couldn't write more on the headstone. And in fact, all of that anger was probably fear and grief sure. and reactivity. And he's actually, in fact, sad sure. that his whoever died. And he's angry at the document. He's angry at the process. He's angry. You're talking his, about this other person. Of course, yeah. not him. Yeah. yeah, this other person was yeah. angry, but he's taking it all out on him. On Greg. The, the, face of the grief. Correct. And so what I guess he took away from it was like he's a very strong person to have to deal with this not only once, but I'm sure multiple times a day. Um, and so he, it's a reflection of fact on that person's, excuse me, grief uh, instead of on his aptitude. Okay, so this is actually an interesting one because one of the things that we're going to learn about is, thank you for sharing that, Garrett, and thank you, Greg, for allowing your story to be shared, is that it only is a test when it bothers you. <laughs> and actually, it's really powerful, because as soon as something bothers you, it means that the miracle is hiding behind the, the bother. So for example, when you go to the dentist, and he's examining your teeth, and he touches a tooth that is... That is uh, Tender, I guess. Tender is maybe the right word. Yeah, tender. And you're like, oh, excuse me, sir, sir dentist. What? Why are you touching? Why are you touch? Why'd you touch that? Well, I, it's my job. I'm trying to find where the issue. You know, if your teeth are all good, if there's cavities and whatnot. So, okay, well, just be careful there. You know? So he's going. He's touching the tooth again. And he's like, and he's touching the tooth. And he's like, we need to deal with it. And you're like, hey, can't, why are you focusing on the bad tooth? Why can't you just look at the good? I have so many other teeth that are good. Why can't, why can't you just spend time on those? Like, why are you always looking for the bad? We pay the dentist to find the bad tooth. So in this world, where is, wherever it's weak, wherever, in Greg's case, if, if it didn't bother him, it's actually very powerful. It's part of why the creator even put him in that position, because the creator knew he, his soul could handle it. Because for whatever reason, maybe past life, he already transformed, or this life, he transformed that negativity of taking things personally. But we know that all of us, are very, some of us in business, very strong, like ups and downs and failures and people could say stuff and you're just like, no, no problem. Let's keep going. No problem. Doesn't bother you. you. You know how to handle chaos, collateral damage. But that same person in relationships sends a text. Hey, just check. Just, hey, I had a great time with you last night. Uh, we'd love to see you again. Shows that it's seen. WhatsApp turns blue. And he's waiting. And hour goes by, nothing. No response. A couple hours go by, nothing. He's freaking out. This stuff comes up, and he remembers in high school when this girl treated him this way, and then this, he's, all, he's getting angry, and he's getting upset. And by the way, he could, that same person could be in a, in a boardroom with the most powerful people in the world, 
in the most bureaucratic political situation with money going up and down, cool as a cucumber. Total, because that part of his soul and body are very connected for whatever reason he went through and he knew. And that's why he's a channel of sustenance. But in relationships, that baggage was never dealt with. So the light doesn't enter. And that is why he keeps attracting the same type of relationship that is painful and not fulfilling because it hasn't been dealt with. And so these, these women are coming sent by the creator as angels, as dental angels, dental angels, like a dental hygienist, the hygien- your, 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 your dental soulmate, your dental cellmate. The, cell, the cellmate comes before the soulmate comes and starts touching the different parts that are, that are not working. And it's so powerful because if you learn Kabbalah, you get ex- here's the difference. When you learn Kabbalah, you see the whole world the opposite. Everything that is painful becomes pleasurable, and everything that is pleasurable just becomes appreciative. When you, how many of us here go to the gym? Raise your hand. It's just a single people. <laughs> Same amount of hands went up. Same amount of hands went up. Sorry. There's a whole other whole spiritual lesson behind that one. So when you go to the gym and you work out a body part you haven't worked out for a while, right? And you, and you work it out hard. The next day, how do you feel in that area? Feeling sore. So you wake up in the morning. You worked out chest, by try, whatever. You wake up like, ooh, that's painful. Check the other side. Ooh, that's painful. You feel good or bad? You feel great. You feel great. Let's say you worked out your tries, and it's not this side sore, but this side's not. It's kind of upsetting you that it's not sore. You're upset that it's not sore because we have learned the wisdom of sore pain equals strength, muscle, beauty, whatever. There's a wisdom. We downloaded some kind of wisdom. Now, someone who doesn't understand that soreness equals strength will wake up in the morning, freak out, and run to the emergency room. <laughs> and, may, and so basically, when we do not have the wisdom of what is going on, the whole picture, because the, the past, present, and future is happening in the same moment. Everything is a test. Every piece of darkness is a test. It's all an illusion. As long as we do not react to it and instead learn how to connect our consciousness to the light of the Creator, everything will work out immediately, as fast as possible. But, and this is really the first major lesson of today, it's one thing to know what it is that we need to change. But here is the test that all of us are going through every day to connect with the light. So before we even remove our need of fear of abandonment, before we remove our anger, all that stuff, here is actually the first step of connecting with the light. When the light wants to be revealed, as the light wants to be revealed, as the miracle wants to be revealed, as the wealth wants to be revealed, as you're trying to have a child, and it's hard, and you can't get pregnant, but that child, that soul is coming. So before that soul wants to be revealed, 
before some kind of healing wants to be revealed. You will be faced with a situation that is going to cause discomfort and lack. And it could just be even waking up in a bad mood. That could be the test. It could be your parents is the test. Your siblings are the test. Your, your ex comes back into the picture and awakens all these good and bad feelings and it's uncomfortable. That could be the test. It could be, hey, hey, I had a great time with you last night. I would love to take you out again. In five hours, there's no response. That is the test. Why? Because who cares about this person? You are being given a test that since the beginning of time, you have not passed to connect your soul to the light. And in fact, the creator grabbed, grabbed Kristen's phone. Her name is Kristen. He said, Kristen, you're not going to respond to John. Kristen's like, oh, I had a great time last night. I want to tell him I'm so excited to see him again. Creator takes the phone from Kristen and said, nope. We have a bigger mission here. Kristen's like, what, what bigger mission? I want to go back. I want to enjoy. I want to get dressed up again. I want to get to know this guy. Creator's like, no, Kristen. There is a bigger mission here. I need you to wait 12 hours. Why? Trust me. I need John to elevate to the next level to prepare his soul to receive you. You see, right now, John still has a lot of baggage that you've cleaned out, but he hasn't. And yes, you are his soulmate, but if he receives you now, he will destroy you. Because even if you're with your soulmate and you haven't worked on your stuff, you will destroy your soulmate. So to prepare him for you, I need to put him through some more tests where he sees his fears and his negativity. Yes, he's a phenomenal businessman. And every test I throw him there, he passes with flying colors. And that's why he, receives so, he has so much sustenance, constant, like a flow, like a spring that never ends. But in this area, he's never worked on his baggage. In fact, he's avoided this area and went and built a huge empire to keep himself busy from dealing with this. But now he is ready. He, he took Kabbalah one, he's in the first class. And he said, I want the light. I want it all. I don't want just a billion dollars. I want it all. I want my soul to connect to the full energy. So I sent him you, but he's not ready for you, but he's ready to date you. But I need to put some difficulty into it to awaken his fears. So right now, his fear of abandonment is coming up. So I need you to restrict responding to him. And that's what's happening in the upper worlds. So what is John supposed to do? John realizes it's a test. Kristen's a test. Everything's a test. And he's so excited to see his annoying, control freak nature being triggered. His ego is being triggered. Who does? His, empl his employees, when he gets on Slack at 2 a.m., response. He gets a response. Yes, sir. What do you need? 
This guy gets a response immediately from everyone in his life. But Kristen? Twelve hours he must wait and suffer. And then he can't sleep, you know? You fall asleep and then he wakes up two hours later. Have you ever done this? In the dark. Kristen Respondia? Kristen Respondia? Nothing. This is all John has to do. John has to overcome reactive behavior, which is a quality that is opposite the creator. The creator is the cause. We must become the cause and not the effect. The creator is proactive. We must not be reactive. What is the definition of reactive behavior? Any thought or actions. So the thoughts or the action. This, this is an action that is reactive. Is she, is she right back yet? That's a reactive action. That is disconnecting John's soul from the light and causing all the chaos in the world. That's causing chaos in the world. That. We think causing chaos is like horrible people who do horrible things in the world. Yeah, that also causes chaos. But on a micro level, when enough Johns are constantly checking their phone out of fear Doubt and lack. Just to get some instant gratification. Just, just the dopamine hit of, I had a great time, too. <laughs> when enough Johns in the world are doing that, that causes an earthquake somewhere in the world. I'm so serious. It's not even a joke. I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> I understand it's so crazy that it's getting to be funny. But when there's a cumulative effect of micro-reactive behaviors in Beverly Hills, it will cause the snow, the snow caps to melt in the Antarctic. It's all quantum. It's all connected. It's all, what's the difference? What's the difference between this type of reactive behavior or every other type of really horrible thing? It's all just levels of the same thing. I have an insecurity, I have a fear, I have spiritual baggage, I don't want to deal with it. I want instant gratification to numb it until the next moment of instant gratification. There's no difference. It's all the same. So John feels the doubt and the, fear, and the lack comes up. But John took Kabbalah 1 and he took the first class. And he said, I remember this concept. Kristen's not responding. Thank you, Kristen, for not responding. Thank you. I hope Kristen doesn't respond. What? In fact, he's praying Kristen don't respond. Because if, he, if she responds, he's going to get the instant gratification. He's going to miss out on the test. Kristen cannot respond. What must John do? Oh, that's it. As soon as John says pause, he becomes like God. He connects with the light. Darkness goes away. Throughout his whole life, his soul starts to be healed and the negativity is getting cleansed and he's opening up more gates. Just pause. Pause and what? It's different mantras we've given over the last 20 years, but I have an updated one. Pause because I already have 
everything. I don't need Kristen's energy. I don't need Kristen's approval. I don't need this person to say, I'm sorry or thank you. I don't need that investor's money. I don't need my mom or dad to approve of me or who I'm dating. I already have all the approval. I don't need, I don't need my kids to be good. If you have kids, you're worrying about your kids. I don't need my kids to be good. I already have perfect kids. The only reason your kids are acting out is to trigger your garbage. If you didn't have garbage, your kids would be perfect. But the creator is telling the kids to act out the way the creator told Kristen not to respond to accelerate the movie of the transformation of the garbage. So John says, ah, I mean, there's a lot of mantras here. This is one. I already have everything, but I have, there's more. There's, what a pleasure. This is amazing. Ah, what a pleasure. Kristen not responding. Mm. I love it. They feel the pain, the lack come up. Oof. Connecting with the light. What light? There's no light. I want to go out with her tonight. That's the light. No. That's instant gratification. But remember, when you get the light, you get all of it, right? So the point is, if he pauses and gets excited about the lack of a response, feels the lack, and enjoys it, yes, the way you enjoy the soreness, mm, I love it, love it, I love it. He's transformed himself, he's connected with the light, and then this is just the first step, we'll learn the rest later, but now the light will show John what to do, but it's coming from a higher place. It's coming from his soul. It's coming from the place of, I don't, I don't care if she responds. I don't care if she doesn't respond. I already have everything. Now he'll be a channel. Now he'll be a channel. Whenever you are dependent on someone's energy, whenever you are waiting for something, you have lost your power and you are no longer a channel and it's just your, your ego trying to figure stuff out. And that's when it becomes torture. And that's when it doesn't work because either... Try, try driving around without a GPS. Just, just try to figure out and anticipate what the traffic will be like at this hour or those streets. And every time we've tried to outsmart the GPS, what's your percentage of winning? I'm going to outsmart ways. You can't outsmart the GPS. The GP but here's even better than ways. There is a supernal GPS that sees the whole picture. So if you want that download of wisdom of what's happening in the whole world with billions of people and to be placed exactly in the right place at the right time, with the right situation, with the right client, with the right date, with the right partner, if you want the creator to protect you from 99% of the horrible people who are trying to take your energy, plug into the supernal GPS. No, remember that first girl? I liked when the emotionally unavailable men were hitting on me every other day. I want to figure it out myself. I want to feel. I don't want the GPS to tell me. I want to make some wrong turns. <laughs> I want to go in a circle. <laughs> Can you imagine? On your way to the Kabbalah Center, you just go in a circle around your block like 17 times. Like, all right, I got that out of my system. Now I'll drive to class. Who does that? 
Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine just going up and down your street for like 30 minutes. Someone's like looking out the window like, what is, what is Kristen doing? She's going up and down the street. Why doesn't she just go to work? We will be triggered every which way you can imagine. We get triggered constantly. Everything is a test. The light wants to be revealed a thousand times a day. The best is if you wake up in a bad mood. How many people here wake up in a bad mood at least once a week? All the people who aren't single. (laughs) Wake up in a bad mood, it's a great sign. If you follow me on Instagram, I just made that video. If you wake up and you have a bad morning, it's a great sign. Why is it a great sign? Because there's tremendous energy wants to be revealed in the afternoon. So you have to be hit with the test first thing in the morning. So when you feel like crap first thing in the morning, you're Dallas and fears, you're worried about your day, you slept poorly, you maybe drank the night before, the thing, you say, oh, yes! The light is coming. The energy wants to be revealed. I love it. And then the body says, no, we don't love this. The body is, no, I don't care about your Kabbalah mumbo jumbo. We are going to suffer today. I want you to be upset. I want you to yell at somebody. I want you to be afraid. At least two hours. At least for two hours, I need you to go in the shower and curse somebody out in your mind. I need you to have a conversation like you're fighting with someone in the shower for at least 15 minutes. Okay? None of this Kabbalah, culty, pause, what a pleasure, enough of this stuff. Okay? I need you to scroll on social media at least 25 minutes. Just, just, just scroll. Just look at stuff. Whatever. I'll even send you Kabbalah, inspirational stuff. Just waste your time. Just absorb energy. Take. Be a taker. Suck the energy out of your phone. Come on. You want to be God? You want to... Because what is pause? Pause means I'm God, because I, I don't need to do anything. Does God move? God doesn't move. Light doesn't move. The light is in a state... Even science says the light is in a state of rest. Not that the light is traveling or not. It's a whole secret. The light is just there. The reason why it looks like the light is traveling is just it's being revealed in that space. It's not that it's traveling. The light is always in a state of rest. It doesn't need to move because it already has everything. But who's moving? It's the person who feels he doesn't have. Biggest spiritual leaders in the world. Have you ever seen how they just walk? Walk, walk up to the podium to talk. Think of like a great spiritual leader. This is, this is, this is how they walk. And everyone's like this. They come up. Be nice to each other. <laughs> Everyone's like this. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Did, you, did you get that? Unbelievable. What did he do? He did nothing. But all the work he did was get to a place he realized he doesn't need to do anything. Just pause. Now, what are we pausing? We're pausing our... our need for instant gratification. So here, there are some people whose tests are to get up and move. 
Now, some people are like, I already know this Kabbalah. Right now, some, at least three, four people thought this in this class. I already know these concepts. I'm always pausing. <laughs> if you thought that, that is your, that's the reactive behavior. That's the reactive behavior. The fact, by the way, when you meet someone that thinks even, just thinks it, I already know all this. Do you feel attracted to such a person or annoyed by such a person? Okay. So when something is annoying, when we do something that is annoying, it means that people are not feeling the light. That's simple. It means that people are feeling, you know, some kind of selfish taking energy. It means it's the bag talking. It's the bag talking. So we, the, the secret of transforming reactive behavior is to find where I'm most reactive. And it's usually where my comfort zone is that I'm constantly leaning on. So the test can come from many different directions. It's a little more of an advanced concept, which we'll talk about more next week. But this is kind of the, the summary of tonight, which is, I'll summarize it again before we end for tonight. When the light wants to be revealed in our lives, and it wants to be revealed every day according to your desire, a challenge will occur where you will feel lack. 99.9% .9 of the people in the world who are not conscious of what we're learning about does not like feeling lack, so they look for some form of instant gratification. We all have our go-to instant gratification. Some of us use our mouth and we say evil speech and we get energy from that. Some of us just like to feel like a victim and we just stay home and we're like, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. And you draw light, instant gratification by feeling like a victim. It's very addictive to feel like a victim. <laughs> some of us look for, some of us eat food. Some of us shop. Some of us book a trip to go somewhere immediately. Some of us go to work right away. Get, get, do some work. Some of us we, we reach out to someone we shouldn't reach out to, like an ex that we finally said no to, but we want comfort. What do we need to do when we feel the lack? Nothing. It's the hardest thing to do. You walk into a party or a networking event, and you don't know anybody. And you feel lack all of a sudden. So what are you going to do? Get on your phone, go in the corner, or there's going to be someone who you would never talk to in your life. You go, hey! All of a sudden, you're going diving over there to take energy. All you have to do is look, sit, stand there and look stupid. Just stand there like this. I have everything. Just stand, stand there in the middle of the event. And don't even move. Like, like, like the Dalai Lama, like the spiritual Dalai Just don't even move. Just say, I have everything. I'm telling you. You, you don't even know what's going to happen to you. Someone's going to walk up to you and be like, well, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what's going on here, but I want to be your friend. It's really powerful. Just feel this energy. Just feel something's vibrating from you, and I really... I, can I write you a check? Can I invest in your company? I have no idea what's going on. No idea what's going on. Are you looking for a soulmate? Like, can, we, can we figure something out here? That's all. It's a huge secret. Here's another, I'll give you another, I, I have a, th a thousand of these, but I'll give you another one, just because I think practical examples are fun. 
You're at a party. You're at a restaurant. You're at a dinner. You're at an event. You're having a great time. Oh, it's an amazing time. There's that moment where you realize, I should probably go now. You should go. But what do we do? I want to feel a little better. I want to have more of a good time. I want to go out to the next place. You know, they say, hey, we're going to go down to, so, to get a drink. You want to come down to the... It's already 11.30. Hey, we're going over there. And you're like, yeah, I want to feel more good. I want to feel gooder. <laughs> Pause. Learn when to leave the party. Now, sometimes we need to stay longer. Sometimes the pause is to stay longer. You know, you go to a family member's house, you're like, I cannot wait to get out of here. I'm like, I gave my dues. I showed up. Here's my gift. I'm out. Pause. Just pause. Go talk to someone you wouldn't want to talk to. That's where the miracles are. Going to become like God. Because when you leave the party because you just got to leave, it, it means you're not the cause, you're the effect. There's, you're, you're, this, the Chanel bag is dragging you out. Your negativity is dictating everything. Okay, now we leave the party. Now we go to the party. Now we go to the after party. Now we call the ex. Now we text someone. Now we do this, now we do that. This is most people, like, they're just, just like reacting to the Chanel bag, just taking them everywhere. Even how you purchase a Chanel bag, there's a secret to it. You see the bag in the store. The bag says, buy me. You say, I want to buy the bag. It's very strong. Chanel is very strong energy. It's not like a, a different kind of bag that's like, you get it like uh, Albertsons or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's some bags in Albertsons. You're not buying bags from Albertsons. And if you are, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. But the Chanel bag is there. It's very strong light. It's a very strong light. Now, the question is, is the bag buying you or are you buying the bag? That's it. Because if the bag buys you, something's going to happen to the bag. It's going to deteriorate. It's stolen. You'll never use it. You'll overpay for it. But if you say to the bag, bag, you're very powerful, you're very beautiful. I really want you. But I'm going to pause. I'm going to forget about you today. I'm going to come back another day. Maybe. If we're meant to be together, <laughs> you will come to me. I will not have to chase you down. I will not have to go over my credit card limit or piss off my husband today. I will... It will happen in the most divine way. I love you. I leave you here. And then another woman comes and takes the bag and buys it. And you're like, oh, it's not yours. Let her buy the bag. Let go. Let go. Don't be the girl in the beginning of class who just wants to be with every man who's not meant for her just to make her mark. Let it go. Let it go. Let the bag go. So that is the lesson for tonight in our takeaway, which is a test will occur. Put out the intention that you want to be with the light of the creator. Just already putting that intention out, watch your life just change immediately. I always say by the third class of Kabbalah one, people see miracles. You can never unsee or unhear what you're about to hear. 
you'll never see life the same again and in a positive way. Our tests will come. Don't have to do much besides pause, get excited about it. Remember, you don't need it. You already have it inside of you. At that moment, the light will turn on and the light will guide you. I don't know what's going to happen next, but for now, just feel it, connect with it, play with it, see where it goes from there. Okay? Uh, give a round of applause for the bag. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, uh, I want to just share some details about um, the, the course. Uh, let me see here. Uh, we don't need to go through that. Okay, here we go. All right, a couple things here. Number one, many of you I know probably came from my Instagram, but I post free Kabbalah content, spiritual content, almost every day. So follow me. Just I want you guys to have a community of energy and tools that you can connect to. Like I said, it is my responsibility that you have an amazing time these next 10 weeks, that you see miracles. You know, an outside reputable agency came and did surveys of thousands of people who took Kabbalah One. Kabbalah One has an NPS score of 95, which is insanity. I think like apples is like the gold standard, which is like 70 or something. That means that people who take Kabbalah One always have such an amazing experience. 95% of the time, they're referring a friend. In fact, I don't think $1 was spent on marketing to, to bring you here, or maybe a little, I'm not even sure. But the point is, most people come from friends, telling friends, because they have a great experience. So uh, that's one way. Another is, many of you know my colleague, my uh, amazing colleague who I've been with for over 20 years, Elisheva here. Elisheva and I have a podcast, a top spiritual podcast worldwide uh, that we've been doing every week for five years. Also another free way to connect if you like. We talk about what is the energy of that week and what are the types of challenges that will come and how to prepare for them. Just 30 minutes every week. I, will, I also have a text message community you can join. I send out good content here and there if you would like. It's free, and you can do that. Now, Kabbalah One. Last night, we started uh, a Kabbalah One that was already sold out even when people came to try it. So everyone last night had signed up for... There's actually supposed to be a lot more people in this room. They signed up last night. There was no need for them to come tonight because it was the same exact thing they heard yesterday. So they will be joining us starting next week. Many of you are here for the first time to see if this is for you, if you would like to join us, and I hope you do. And again, I don't like failure. My promise to you is that if your life doesn't change, I personally will pay for your course by the end of the class. Just come up to me, I'll write the Kabbalah Surah check, and you can be on your way. This is my guarantee to you. So even if you're skeptical, you're afraid, you're not worried, you're worried about your time being wasted, just trust me, come on the journey with us. I promise you, it will be life-changing. If you want to sign up and you haven't signed up yet, scan this QR code, okay, to register. And finally, for those of you who are registered, I need you to do something very important. I need you to scan this QR code and answer five or six questions. Because starting next week, oh, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to have groups with dedicated mentors who have been studying for a long time, who we've handpicked. And... This was fun. I know. I think we had fun tonight, but we have a lot of fun when the class is going because we have tables, we do workshops, we workshop people, whoever would like to. It's very dynamic. It's very high energy. But to know what kind of group to create, 
We need you to answer those questions. One of the questions is, did you come with someone tonight that you want to sit with? Because we want to make sure you guys are sitting at the same table. Or, did you come with someone you want to make sure you do not sit with? <laughs> we will put you with them anyways to trigger you. And it's amazing because when the tables are created, each person is like such a beautiful, like the souls gathered every lifetime to come together and you all share like similar Chanel's. It's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful experience, all right? So again, signing up for the course here, we would start every week at 7.30. Oh, every class is professionally recorded by the amazing Joel. He is here. Joel, you send out the recording, what, 24, 48 hours? 24 hours? That's the goal. Uh, so even if you can't come to every class, which you will not be able to, life comes in the way, work happens, stuff happens, the holidays are coming, you'll get the recording sent to you. So, and actually we have a lot of people who don't even live around here, they're just hearing the recording. So they're kind of going through the experience with us just on audio. So just know that everything will be recorded. Uh, if you do not come live, mentor groups, and uh, that's it. Thank you guys so, so much. And we'll we will see you next week. Oh, and there's another question. If you want to, what always happens is like, oh, your friend hears about it or whatever. If they want to come next week, um, I don't know what our policy is usually about that, but we, we will allow people to kind of come for the first time next week if they want to kind of get into it. But I think after the third or fourth class, that's where we close it. Okay.